Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swing. We want to thank Skyline Accounting and Consulting Services as well up there in Central North Dakota. Go on and give them a little holler. I don't have the number in front of me. I'm going to pull it up here in a minute and uh, give that to you guys periodically throughout the show. Uh, how is everybody doing? It is another Monday night Another big show here on a Monday night, uh, as, as Icon likes to say, big show, big show. Uh, there's also a big show coming next week, and uh, Monday Night Raw is having a, a pretty big show. So overall, the wrestling world, the vibes are positive and uh, things are good. Uh, but how's uh, I mean I mean how's everybody doing uh, today? Oh, actually, before I ask you how everything's doing, I'm gonna spoil the mood a little bit. How does it feel to you guys to to have the possibility? I've been a couple of weeks when this King of the Ring tournament is up. Hearing the name King Corbin, how do, how does that feel to you guys? Boo! Make you want- <laughs> Boo! I don't want boring okay, Corbin well, in there. Can't stand him. Please, somebody beat well, him. You know, I want to tell you, you guys, it makes me want to throw up just about as much as it does uh, when I heard I was suspended from a certain show on <clears throat> Sunday nights, but we won't get into that. Uh, I'm over that, but... <laughs> Real quick here, uh, so we can get this in. We got a uh, three guest show tonight. Uh, we got we got Joey Gayton. We have David Smith, uh, one of Granny's ghetto favorites, and we have the <laughs> lovely, vivacious, promotional model Nikki Nikki. Now I cannot wait to talk to her. For all you horny single guys out there, she's going to be awesome. And real Nikki, quick here, Nikki. just so everybody knows, why does she have two first we names? Well, she's going to tell us about that. Uh, don't don't spoil it. And then next week, we got another big show. We have Devin Moore, Chandler Hopkins, and we have the star of Escape Room, 
And she also had a big cameo in the movie Nothing to Lose with Mark Lawrence and um, uh, uh, Tim Robbins. Tim uh, Robbins, there it is. And she's going to be on with us. And uh, in uh, a couple weeks after that, we're also going to have a former Miss U- uh, Miss USA uh, on here. Uh, we'll get into that uh, next week. We'll tell you about that. I just want to wet your whistle on that. And we're also going to have a star from the movie Roadhouse on this show. I'm not going to give it away now. Let's tune in next week to find out who it is uh, in the wrestling business. That's called the teaser. So mm. I'm not going to give away. Uh, I'm going to be like the gambler. I know when to hold them. And I'm not going to fold them yet, but you'll have to keep tuning in for who's going to be on from the movie Roadhouse. Think about it. That's right. That's right. And, and, and I'm just going to say, and I'm just going to say, for those of you out there who may not follow popular culture, may not be up with the news, it's not Patrick Swayze. All right. So continue. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, I just want to let everybody also know here real quick. we got to give this disclaimer. I've never given this disclaimer before, and then we'll get on to the show. Oh, boy, uh, first but, time. Uh, this, yeah, this show here is owned by Icon Enterprises, and there is, is no – Yes, it is. There is no replaying, reproducing, or rebroadcasting this show without written permission from either Icon Enterprises, Icon himself, Big Swing, or Granny Hulkster. Without that permission, this show cannot be rebroadcast, reproduced, or re-shown in any shape or form without our written consent. So, so let me ask you then, um, Icon Enterprises, let me ask you then, in your entrepreneurial uh, state here, um, do you have a cybersecurity team? Because, I mean, yes, you can make that disclaimer all you want, and even though this is the first time I've heard such a disclaimer, but uh, you can make that all you want. But how can you tell people aren't replaying it? I mean, obviously, it's very, very difficult for somebody to replay it and claim it as their own since we say our names, especially you say your name so much on the program that it's kind of tough for somebody else to uh, play it and claim it as theirs. But but if they're playing it maybe on their channel or they're playing it you know somewhere else um, for those purposes, is there really any way that you could track that? I mean, you can go on well, Blog Talk Radio is, right now and look up the previous episodes. You can play them all for the last three years, so really kind of difficult. Well, that's true. Well, the, well, the one thing is with Blog Talk Radio, yes, they they have the consent to replay our show, and there are certain other entities that have. Uh, permission to replay our show, but if you're just going to go ahead and replay our show and use our likenesses or our voices for anything other than what we have allowed them to do, that is not going to fly with any of them. Did you get it copyrighted? It's, I'm, I'm in the process of getting all that done right now. Okay. All right. All right. Good, good. Um, but yeah, so other than that, uh, Icon just told us who's on tonight, who's on in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we got Granny here with us, and um, you know, Icon, we uh, we did have a, a particular number of a particular uh, friend of the show who I did put through. 
So they're going to be on with well, us um, throughout the duration well, know, until they have to go. Well, I know. Huh? But before I before I bring before we bring him on, I just want to do uh, one little more piece of bragging, if I could. Our first guest will oh, be calling in here in about uh, uh, eight minutes, but uh, we our show we have guests now booked until next June. So wow! I just want to let, I, I just want to throw that amazing, out there. amazing. That's so good. That's good. And um, we gotta eventually start. Getting them paid, uh, get, get, getting getting you know paid to do this shit. But anyway, <clears throat> continue. Well, I I do want to say though there are a couple. I'm not gonna say it now because they asked me to wait. Uh, but there are a couple that are coming on the show because of Granny Hulkster. I'm gonna just put that out there. Uh, and I shouldn't say this big swing, but there is a few guests that are coming on because of you, and the rest are coming on because of me. So there you go. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. You prefaced, yeah, prefaced, 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 prefaced. You prefaced that with, I shouldn't say it, but a couple are coming on because of you. What's that supposed to mean? Well, there's a there's a couple wrestlers that have uh, uh, been hearing you and how you like to put me in my place, and they are heel wrestlers, and they want to. Uh, Join in join me? me in my place because nice because my yeah because my ego. nice so yes that's all I'm gonna say I don't want to let you know who it is because I don't want you messenger them and starting to gang up on me before I'm ready to do so <laughs> oh so, yes that is he so, so he's got to get himself and, huh? and so I got and, mentioned that there's some people that's coming on our show because of me which well, I'm very like flattered and very honored. Yeah. I'm very honored and flattered, so, you know. Well, Granny, I'll say this. I'll say this. A few of them uh, you have uh, had words with when you were in the audience. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> well, that, that's, you know that's, that's the way, that's the the way you know, hey, that's the way Granny likes it. That's the way Granny works. I mean, you know, I mean. Yeah, yeah but I, you realize, like, uh, she keeps catalogs of everybody she talks trash to. She, she, you just gave her a huge yeah. spoiler. Exactly who that is now, probably. Well, you know, well, you know well, what? Hey, hey, I, I now wait a minute, Big Swing. I Granny knows a lot of wrestlers. Okay, mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends in this business, and you know, I know a lot of wrestlers in this business. So you know, it could be anybody. I mean, it. I, I, I know a lot of heels in this business, and I talk a lot of smack to these guys in this business. So it could be anybody. I mean. I, you know, I, I know, let's see, there's about several different federations that Granny's a part of or have been a part of in the past, present, future, whatever, you know, that um, currently, you know, that I'm involved with right now. So it could be just anybody. So I'm looking forward yeah. to who these people well, might Granny, be. Well, Granny, the other thing I'd like you to do is, uh, you know, and I know that there's wrestlers out there that know you personally. And I know there's wrestlers out there that know me personally. You know, however, I don't believe, and now Big Swing, this is not a diss on you, but I'm mm. I'm not sure there's too many wrestlers that know who you are. No, there's not. Um, like I said, working, you know, at the sports station here, working at the ESPN station, um, I I know a lot of actual athletes. I mean, I've talked to several Yankee players and Mets players and things like that up here at the uh, headquarters in New York. But um, no, I, I don't. I don't really talk to a lot of wrestlers just because you know my morning show 
is a sports talk show. It's 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 about football and baseball and basketball and you know you name it, um, and what's going on. So yeah, you guys definitely have a leg up in the known wrestlers department, um, but I'm sure you know there are a couple out there who are who are learning me more gradually <laughs> as this show goes on. Uh, I count. So we did have four three one. Um, that, that is our buddy, uh, Mr. Mr. Jordan is on. Also, I'm, I'm assuming it's our first guest, um, four, five, zero number. I'm not going to say the whole thing, obviously, but is that the first guest or is that somebody calling randomly? Uh, let me make sure. Uh, cause they've been on hold nearly four minutes now, so I want to get them on. No, our guest is, our guest is three, two, three. All right, so let's see who the four five zero is then, because like I said, they've been on hold uh, for nearly four minutes. So four five zero. So guest caller, what's up? Uh, McSwiggin, why are you taking this abuse from my phone? I said he said you don't know where. Um, I well, it's not really abuse. I mean, I I know how to handle it. I know how to handle Icon. Um, Granny doesn't really give me much, but. And I know how to put Icon in this place if I really need to. Well, you're breaking up, bud, like real bad. Are you there? Okay. His his phone connection was real bad. I understood sort of what he said. He knew my last name, which is kind of creepy because I don't know if he looked me up on Facebook or or, or how he saw that, but that was uh. I definitely heard Mick swinging in there, and then uh, something about taking abuse. So I'm assuming um, he's he's talking about uh, about you, Icon. But again, it was very very shoddy, uh, very shoddy connection there. Uh, very very difficult to understand what he was saying. So again, he's welcome to call back in if he gets a little bit better. Maybe I would suggest a landline uh, or or you know an actual good cell phone company like Verizon, <clears throat> like Verizon Icon. Um, but uh, <laughs> But yeah, so we do, however, have our first guest on. You said it was a three-two-three. We have a three-two-three yep. on. Um, they just popped on, however. So let, let, let's talk to Jordan real, real quick to say hi. You've been, you've been sitting here on on hold for nearly six minutes. Are you, are you here with us? You're gonna stay with us for a little bit until you have to go. Yeah. What's going on, guys? How are you? All right. We got the token Canadian on with us tonight. So uh, until until he has to scoot, uh, he will be with us, eh? Okay. So, three, two. I have nothing better to do. Uh, and I want to oh, address okay. yesterday. I want to I wanna come on here and I want to address yesterday. And I want to apologize to the icon. It was a tight schedule. I was watching, doing the locomotion. I was having a good time. And there was an interview when I interviewed ECW World Champion Sabu last night, and I had to get that out there because all I'm about the press, and that Mr. Uh, um, obviously Big Squid, as you're a journalist as well, you love the press. You work for the Yankees. You come mm. on, man. I had to do it. I had to do it. I apologize for that, but I am here on Attitude Era Live to share my thoughts and my perspective that I even, um, I'm on the Facebook Live. I have a celebratory shot for everybody, too. And uh, yep. we'll, let's uh, continue on with the rest of the show. Oh, trust me. I, well, I, I kick people off my I kick people off my morning show constantly. Like, there, there's, it's actually kind of funny. I'm 
quite mellow on this program, well, and maybe that's our guest, though, guys. Well, well, here, here's I was just going to mention that icon real quick. I was going to say I'm actually kind of mellow. If you met me in my morning show, it, it, it's it's different. But anyway, uh, icon, this is this is freaky to me now. Are we expecting two guests from the same geographical area? No. Okay, because we have two numbers. Both start with the same area code, but both have a different uh, remaining seven digits. Well, the uh, well, I'll let you know that uh, uh, four four is what you're looking for. Okay, so that's what I have. So we got both. So let's um, let, let's jump on to the guest first, and then before we talk to the guest, we'll find out uh, who from the same geographical. Area code uh, is calling in. Maybe it's a fan of, of said person or, or whatever. But either way, I kind of going to put him through. You do your thing. Then we'll get the other guest on, and then we can uh, conduct this interview. So there they go. They're on. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. He is our first combatant of the night. He is the man that's known by three letters alone. And that is all he needs to be known by. But he holds that title high because he has just beat your ass in the ring. You know that you've been taken out by T M D. Hey, how are you, man? <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? This is TMD, and you're listening to the Attitude Area live with the host, the icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Holster. What's going on, bro? Awesome. It's amazing. Man, I'm. I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Good. Good. Well, we have, uh, we have uh, TMD here with us. We got about uh, 27 minutes here. Uh, so what we'll do here is uh, uh, I'll ask you a few questions, and we'll kind of go around the room here. We'll kind of freestyle it a little bit. But before we do that, we want you to give us a little background about uh, your wrestling career, and then we'll uh, interview you. Yeah, sure. No problem. Go ahead. So, yeah, yeah, man, no, um, I, I've been uh, wrestling about nine years out of uh, Los Angeles, uh, California, uh, SoCal to no, uh, NorCal, and uh, I was trained in Los Angeles at uh, Knox Pro Academy uh, with uh, Gangrel, Rikishi, and the Black Pearl, and uh, once I graduated from there, I just basically hit the scene and just been uh, working nonstop, and, um, you know, I've been real, uh, real lucky out here because, you know, there's a, there's a lot of work out here in Northern California. So just basically been wrestling from Northern California to Southern California the last nine years and, and also Florida as well at a gang girls wrestling asylum. You know, it's, it's kind of cool that you mentioned Gangrel and Rikishi. Now I'm going to ask you a little bit about these individuals and we'll kind of go into your career here a little bit. Yeah, sure. Now, being with Gangrel and with uh, Rikishi, uh, was it ever a situation like when they were teaching you uh, the, the some moves and some basic stuff about the business and training you, were you ever threatened with a, uh, a, a stink face or having to drink a goblet full of blood if you didn't do what they said? Um, I've, I've actually been the recipient of a sting face, uh, like three times, uh, <laughs> in my life. And you know, the funny thing, there's like people who will line up to take it. Like, like if you're, if you know, he's on his show, uh, there'll be people who will line up to take uh, a sting face, which is really funny to me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, uh, 
uh, I remember the first time I took this thing face. It was in Sun Sun Valley, California, uh, at the Knox Pro Domain, and it was in one of the shows there. And uh, I just remember the day, like you know, they tell you, hey, uh, okay, so you know, later tonight, you know, you know, you're gonna get the stink face, and it's like a badge of honor, which is really weird when you think about it. Like if someone's shoving their ass in your face, and you're like really pumped up, you know, you're really new and green, green and and, and it's like just it's really funny when you really think about it, but that's wrestling. <laughs> which is which is really um, cool. Of course, I, I I'd probably have to. Uh, Bill kind of wanted to take one of those. And of course, everybody knows that Rikishi, uh, his sons are currently wrestling in the WWE as the Usos. And yeah. his nephew, Roman Reigns, of course, and uh, also related to The Rock, all that family. Real quick here, and then we'll kind of go, uh, we'll go on to everybody else. But did you ever. Well, we got to get, uh, we got to get that other guest on too, though, from his, from the same area code. So, but, but yeah, we'll, we'll do this little segment first, but then we'll see. Who else from Los Angeles is calling? Because it could be somebody who knows them or whatever. But, you know, sometimes you get somebody who doesn't like them. You know, sometimes it makes for good radio. So we'll get them on in one second. <laughs> so did you ever have a chance to meet any of them uh, during the during your time at the school? Who, uh, myself? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, um it it was hands on training. It was hands on training from from all three of them. TC, uh, uh, Gangrel, uh, Black Pearl. It was very very hands on. So yeah, you know you got to know them very well, very personal. Uh, I took road trips with them, going up and down the road. You know we, we did a few states together. You know at my time there. Um, uh, uh, I remember one thing that I always stand out about riding with Rikishi is uh, like he'll sit up front. And while you're driving, like, you're driving late, 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 late nights. Uh, we were coming late night down the road one time from a funeral. And he would just talk to me to make sure I wasn't going to fall asleep at the wheel. And that's very, like, you know, that's that's just something, I guess, like, you know, the OGs and the vets would do back in the business, you know, back in the days. Uh, they would just talk to each other and keep each other awake at the wheel. But, uh, you know, little things like that, too, you take on with you uh, when, when you go further down your career. You take that with you. And just little things like that. But yeah, man, I got I got to know them really well, especially uh, Gangrel. I, I see him uh, pretty much bi-monthly, um, you know, going out to Florida and um, working with him over there at GWA Florida. Um, so yeah, I got to know him really, really well, really well. That that's awesome. We got uh, TMD here. We got 22 minutes here left. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's bring on the caller here real quick, then we'll uh, then we'll circle uh, through questions through everybody else. Uh, call yeah, we'll jump back into it here. So hold on, let me pop them through. All right, three two three Los Angeles area code. Carla, what's up? What is going on, guys? How y'all doing? Got a question. I just want to say Garber Rule. She's my favorite, and I got a, one question for you. Thank you. Okay. Wow, yo, yes, I'm perfect. Yes, I'm perfect. Yo, I that just made my night, yo. Toil okay, toilet flush guy. You usually <laughs> hey, I just wanna we're, say we're not we're not We'll get into we'll get into it once I just wanna say he I don't know if he did his research as to who was calling in tonight and where our guest was calling from, but to call in with That's the gold. same area code was it was bold. <laughs> but to call in with That's the same area good. code was interesting. And that was that was interesting because usually it's like a, right, a random internet number. But anyway, we'll get into it after right, the guest. But that was awesome. All right. So Joey, 
real quick, or sorry, uh, TMD, sorry. I, uh, you can call me. It's I don't know who so good, whatever, man. I don't, I, I don't know who Joey is. I'm sorry, but so TMD, would you wrestle? Would you consider yourself to be a heel, a baby face, an in betweeny, or are you what the crowd decides it's going to be that night? Um, you know, it's just it's really up to the to, to the promoter, whatever the promoter wants. You know, you could be in San Francisco, you know, uh, a hill, and then you travel to Fresno, and they're like, oh, we need you to be baby. You know, it, it's 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 whatever they want. But me, where I feel most com- most comfortable, always is is a hill, because um, it's really you get to vent and you really get to let frustrations out. Like you get to tell people to shut their effing mouths. You get to tell them to go to hell. You get to basically, uh, you know, do things to people that you wouldn't do in real life. So in real life, I'm really nice. I'm really mellow for people who know me. And, uh, for, for you know, to be healed, I could be that uh, I could be that a-hole that, I, uh, that I, you know, that you have inside, that we all have inside. So as a heel, it comes out so natural, and it feels so good. It feels so good. It really does. It feels so good to tell people, how, you know, how fat they are, or you know, this or that, and the other. You know, go go to ha- go on a high five a little kid, and you move your hand, and you, oh, he's all. You know, it's, it's fun. You know, uh, you know, but but well, it, it really it it really it's really up to the promoter, I guess. Well, that is cool. Uh, TMV's our guest. We got 19 minutes. Well, uh, with that being said, he likes to be a heel, Granny. What do you got? Oh. Oh, well, hello, this is Granny Hulkster, and I'm not a wrestler, even though I have that gimmick name. I've had this gimmick name for about 19 years. I'm a huge wrestling fan, and Granny loves to talk smack to the heels. So you, my friend, I think I would have a lot of fun playing with because I have had so many wrestlers over the years, I mean, talk smack to me, and I'm always having to constantly – my mind is always on a like a roller coaster, you know, like one of those little wheels that those hamsters run on because I'm always having to stay one step ahead of the bad guys, you know, because I never know what they're going to throw out at me. <clears throat> and you know how uh-huh. you said you like to tell somebody to sit and shut up and stuff? Well, I had uh-huh. a wrestler tell me one time, Granny, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home? I grabbed my keys out of my purse, and I got in his face. I said, baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building. And I just celebrated my 57th birthday last week on the 29th of August. So I am a proud hey. seven years old. But And my original granny shirt says, what you going to do when Granny Hulkster goes crazy on you? You, my friend, need to come to Oklahoma to wrestle. I help, I help hey. with an organization where they do wrestling shows for kids that have got cancer called Wrestling for a Cause. You need to come to Oklahoma or even Arkansas because there is a federation that just got started about seven months ago called WCWA that does wrestling shows oh. right in Fayetteville, Arkansas. I know the people that both promote those shows. You, you, need, you need to come to Arkansas and Oklahoma so Granny can talk some smack to you. Well, but I, my I tell question. You about Granny oh, go ahead. Uh-huh, go ahead. Uh huh. No, no, no. What is no, your go question? Ahead. Go ahead. No, go. No, I was, I was just going to say. Gonna, I was just going to say, uh, don't don't threaten me with a good time because I will absolutely love to come to Oklahoma and Arkansas and 
any kind of benefits and anything that helps anybody out, I, I, you just tell me when and where. That's all. Well, <laughs> well, you can, you know, and I can let you know where to find, you know, that information. But my question to you is, mm-hmm. who was your biggest inspiration that got you into wrestling? Um, that oh man, you know what? See. I grew up in the in the era where there were just so many superstars. Like, uh, mm-hmm. but if you had to narrow it down, who really drew me in was Hulk Hogan. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Hulk Hogan, seeing him live, uh, you know, in person, uh, Macho Man, Ultimate Warrior, I guess, you know. But you know, who really liked the art of wrestling? Who drew me in was uh, Bret Hart. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And what yeah. has been yeah. one of your most challenging matches you've ever done in your career? Well, you know they're all pretty challenging. <laughs> they're all pretty oh, yeah. challenging every time. Every, yeah, every time you st- every time you step in there, um, you 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 know, um, you know, I can't really think of any that stands out particular. Um, I guess uh, sometimes, um, you know, when you're feeling tired and you're feeling ran down, and you know you got to muster up that energy. Uh, you know, sometimes you, you just got to you got to really dig deep and do it. Uh, so I can't really think of a time where it, it was really, a, you know, a, a struggle. It's always been fun. It's always been great. Well, that's you know, it's, okay. No, no, yeah. you know, I. Yeah, but yeah, I would have fun. I would have fun talking some smack to you. I bet you would, Granny Holster. I bet you would. <laughs> so, um, TMD, uh, Jordan Garber here, Winnipeg, Manitoba, cut the promo podcast. Uh, my question to you here is: You wrestled in California pretty much your uh, career. Uh, working with APW, SPW, among many others. And the guy I kind of came across was the name of Roland Alexander, uh, yeah. who you're very familiar with. Uh, I was actually the last interview that I did with Roland, Roland Alexander before he passed away. Um, so it was it was kind of a very um, a shocking moment to see that happen. But you're carrying on the legacy here in APW still to this day. Kind of tell us about your experience with the company and uh, kind of talk about Supreme Pro Wrestling in California as well and what it can offer to the world. Um, man, you got it. Um, so check it out, man. In, in the early 90s, uh, this is before the movie. Um, you guys remember uh, Beyond the Mat, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So uh, if, you guys saw the, if, you guys, if you guys saw the movie Beyond the uh, Mat, you know APW is in there. So uh, in the early 90s, I was still in high school. That, I was looking to train at wrestling even back then. And I, w- I walked into that business, uh, APW. It was in Hayward, California, behind Toys R Us. And um, I walked in, and, and, and you walk in, there's a little office, little window, and there to your, to your left when you walk in was uh, Roland in his little office. I go in there, and we start talking. And he starts going over, like, you know, my diet. I'm, like, probably 15 or 16 years old at the time. It's the early 90s. And he, and he shows me around the place. And, you, you know, uh, nothing really came of it, but I, I wanted to be involved with pro wrestling so bad. So I asked him, oh, well, you know, I'm in a band. Uh, can my band play at one of your shows? And you know what? He let me play. He let my band play at one of the shows. And they put us up top, you know, and before the, the wrestlers came out, uh, you know, my band played. And we're like some little punk garage band from, from high school. And, and we suck so bad. And I remember it just being, you know, a, a really bad uh, cluster F, you know, and, and then what I'll always remember from that day is uh, when the match was going on, my drummer was breaking down his drum, uh, drum set, and he's going down the stairs, and the APW garage, if you've ever been there, it's really tight quarters, 
And while the match is going on, just imagine a drummer breaking up his drum set and going down these really tight stairs that are really close to the match. And I remember Roland just screaming at the drummer, like, what the F are you doing? Go back upstairs. And the drummer just walks and he turns around and goes right back upstairs. But, uh, no, Roland, Roland was a really, really good guy, man, really, really cool guy. Um, you know, uh, Marcus Mack is doing uh, really well with APW out here in, in Northern California. They are the biggest promotion in Northern California, and he's done really well carrying on that legacy for Roland, in my opinion. Um, you know, he, he's doing really well. And then and then far north is where I wrestle with uh, Supreme Pro Wrestling. Uh, me and uh, my, my, my current tag team partner, Moonshine Rex Calhoun, uh, we've been wrestling at SPW now for about two and a half years now uh, as the Rock and Rodeo Express. And I tell you, Supreme Pro Wrestling has put out some really good wrestlers. Um, you know, some big names have gone through Supreme Pro Wrestling, like uh, Timothy Thatcher, Jeff Cobb, Virgil Flynn, uh, Reno Scum, uh, just to name a few. But I love wrestling at SP, uh, SPW. Awesome stuff. Uh, Icon, back to you. Icon, you there, buddy? Um, yeah, usually, uh, usually he is. I, yeah, I'm I here. I didn't... I'm oh, here. There he is. Okay. Hello. We have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have. I'm sorry. We have. Uh, we have TMD here. We got about 12 minutes left here with you. Uh, I'm going to ask you a few of the tough questions now, and I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm really going uh, really to your brain on this one. First question. Go ahead. We all know that as a as a wrestler like you are in the independence, you know, when you're an independent wrestler, you know, you do what you want, you go where you want, you can go here, you can go there. Uh, but, like, if you go to the WWE, they tell you what you can do. They tell you where you go, who you can talk to, this and that and the other. Two-part question. If the WWE were to call you and offer you that million-dollar contract because they saw you in the show, A, is that something that you'd want to do? And B, if you do get to that big million-dollar contract, would you not make time us still be our friend and still talk to us? What, what was the second part of that question? I'm sorry. Well, if you do get that big million-dollar contract from the WWE, would you not big time us and still talk to us and still be our friend and still acknowledge us? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> man, are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on, man. It's all the work. Uh, man. No, um, you know I'm I'm very happy with uh, where I'm at right right now in in, in life. Uh, but you know what? I love wrestling so much. Um, if they were to call me, uh, you know I'm a I'm a businessman myself. You know you know I you know I would absolutely talk. But uh, you know it's it's not something I I go to sleep at night and is on my my mind like you know like oh no I'm not gonna make it or whatnot yada 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 you know. Uh, I also do acting in, in L.A., and, you know, I'm constantly doing that and traveling with that and, you know, uh, doing doing shows, uh, my own shows, running the fundraisers and stuff, and just real busy. So I'm really happy doing that stuff. But, man, I tell you, man, I, I love that company so much that if they did call, uh, I would absolutely, you know, talk. You know what I mean? Awesome. And because uh, I do have your phone number, so uh, – Hopefully you won't unlist it if I call you when you do uh, get that million dollar contract. Anyway, so that's, Bro, the, that's the ab- first question. absolutely. <laughs> and uh, the second question is, uh, you know, all good wrestlers have a great finisher. We want to know what yours is, what it's called, what's involved, and then we'll see if one of us is willing to let you practice it on us. <laughs> okay. All right. 
I vote no. Uh, what, 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 what's that? What happened now? No, go ahead. I, go ahead. I vote no to be the, uh, the the guinea pig for the for this, no matter what the finisher is. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Every every good wrestler every good wrestler has a few different finishes because you know there could be a three hundred pound guy, there could be a hundred fifty pound guy. So I got a few finishes. Uh, you know, it, it just depends on who you are. But uh, you know, uh, if you're a big big guy, I got some uh, called a flying burrito. You know, with pretty much the flying forearm. You know, if you know who Manny uh, Fernandez is, Raging Bull, Tio Santana, sure you know that, that kind of yep. flying forearm. Yep. You know, yep. Oh, Granny Holster, that woke that woke her up. Well, she heard that. No, I just Santana, I, yeah. I just know I just know those names and those wrestling moves that you're talking about. So yeah, okay, I, okay. I know the I know, you know those guys. So. Um, Sharpshooter, of course, you know, uh, when I make the world tap out. And then uh, I guess the ultimate one is, uh, you know, Frog Splash up top. So I keep it basic, man. I keep it old school. That's awesome. Uh, we have uh, uh, we have the, the TM, the big guy, with us here. we got eight minutes here left. Uh, I promise I would do this for you. If our fans wanted to check you out and follow you, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe. What do you got? GoFundMe, man. I'm I, I, I'm Mexican. I got like nine jobs. I don't need a GoFundMe. <laughs> uh, let me uh, see, man. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, Facebook. Uh, uh, it's TMD underscore ENT. Uh, in- Instagram is TMD underscore Entertainment. Um, and that's that's pretty much it, man. Just Facebook uh, and Instagram, uh, YouTube. Yeah, just type in Joey Gayton, J O E Y Gayton, G A Y T A N, and a bunch of wrestling stuff, bunch of TV stuff uh, comes up, bunch of my uh, TV shows that I've been on comes up. So you know, that's I guess that's where you can go check me out. Well, that's awesome. You know, I do have uh, our fans knew this was coming, so I do got to ask you a couple of your questions. Then we'll uh, we got seven minutes left with uh, TMD, and then we'll. Uh, Wrap it up, but a uh, couple of ego questions here for you. The icon made you a cool collector's card. You sent it to a messenger. What was your thought on that? I loved it. I really loved it. It was really nice. I love the graphics. I'm a graphic artist myself, um, and I, I thought he did a really good job. And for him to put the time to that was uh, really awesome. And then, do you think you might be able to uh, send us some autographs for our big uh, giveaway show in December? Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, we got about six minutes here left with uh, the man, the big guy, the TMD. Uh, big swing, we got six minutes. What do you got for our guest? Well, I mean, we, we covered a lot. I mean, you guys did a uh, – He, he was trained by <clears throat> his buddy, Gang Grouch. I know that. I, I'm aware. Um, and, and the reason, uh, TMD, he brings that up is because I'm, I'm uh, quite obsessive when it comes to Edge. But, um, anyway, no, I, I you, you guys uh-huh. did – you you guys did a, a lot of good diligence uh, reporting, asking them some of the questions that I had jotted down. But I mean, I guess uh, I could ask, how did you necessarily get into this business? This this is a a business that that you know it, it, it's kind of like you know how they say in college football, one out of every eleven players is going to go to the NFL. Well, this is kind of one of those things where one out of every hundred kids actually ends up being a professional wrestler, maybe even less than that. Uh, take us a little bit through your journey. I, I, what made you decide, hey, this is what I want to do uh, with my career, with my life, and um, and were there any influences or anybody you looked up to as a kid growing up, um, anything like that? 
Man, good question. Um, great, great question. Um, you know, uh, like I said, man, growing up, I just really, really, really looked up to Bret Hart, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man. You know, the entertainers. You know, and um, you know, man, I, um, I really believe in life. If uh, you really want something and you generally, generally want it, um, you can get it. And my entire life, you know, like everybody else, you know, all I ever wanted to be was a wrestler. So even growing up, moving to Hollywood and getting into acting and, and music and stuff like that, deep down I've always still wanted to wrestle. Uh, in 2010, um, I did uh, the TV show Two and a Half Men. It was the original one with Charlie Sheen. And uh, with that money, I turned around and said, you know what, I'm going to throw a wrestling show. This is in L.A. This is 2010. And I said, you know, I'm going to throw my own wrestling show. You know, I owned all the sound and lighting equipment, and I just needed a venue an announcer, wrestlers, referee. You know, I could have booked the whole show myself. I, I didn't know any wrestlers at the time either. Uh, and this is a true story. Um, I didn't know any wrestlers at the time. I had no contacts. I just had the money, and I knew I needed a venue. So I knew this guy named Little Larry, and he was such a hustler, scammer, yada, yada, yada. He somehow got Paul London and, and Brian Kendrick he somehow got them to do an autograph session on Hollywood Boulevard, and 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 he wanted me to DJ it. So I showed up, and because I'm also a DJ too, I told you I had like nine jobs. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm DJing this autograph session, and nobody showed up, not one person showed up. And and Paul London was hella cool. He was he was hella chilling. He wasn't even giving, he wasn't he didn't care. He had his girlfriend. He had his girlfriend. He was eating pizza. He didn't care. Brian Kendrick was hot, like he was mad, and, and he wanted money, you know. And, and, and the homeboy who, who booked me to be a DJ, uh, he uh, he started crying because he had no money and this and that. It was a big scene, and then he said the words that started my pro wrestling career. He tells me, uh, Joey, that guy has a wrestling ring, and he's talking about Paul London's uh, homeboy who came with him. He was a referee, and he had a wrestling ring. So then, so then. Uh, uh, I'll try to make this as quick as possible. And, and, and then so I started talking to the dude with the ring. And then so I had a ring now. So now I just needed a venue. Well, I went on Craigslist. I made an ad. And then that's where I met uh, the Black Pearl, uh, Reno Anawaii from the uh, Anawaii family. Uh, uh, him, Rikishi, and Gangrel ran Knox Pearl to Sun Valley. So I started talking with Black Pearl on Craigslist. And then I came out and checked out the venue. And this is when Rusev, uh, right before Rusev signed the WWE, he, he was at Knox Pro, uh, Miro. Uh, so I, I got to see a show uh, with uh, Miro, Gangrel, and everybody else. So this is like 2010, and then I started talking with them about running their sound and lighting, and then the rest is history. That's, that's how I got into wrestling, really, was that, was coming in, doing their sound and lighting for the first, like, year. And, and then when they heard me on the microphone, they, uh, you know, because – at Knox Pro, like man, you, you do everything. Like you, you run sound, you run security, you your janitor, you do everything. So I used to do ring announcing too, and they heard me on the microphone because I'm a DJ. And and then they said, wow, you know. So they said we're gonna make you a manager. And 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 then it turned in, well, man, if you're gonna be a manager, you gotta know how to wrestle. And then that's where that's where it all started, right there. Mm. That's yeah. awesome, Icon. I like oh, yeah, that. Doing doing a little bit of doing a little bit of everything. I, Icon. Um, yeah. Uh, can you can you do a little bit of everything? Like like, like if we were to make you like the janitor, could you do that? <laughs> I, I, I I I don't do that. But uh, uh, okay. we have uh, TMDs our guests here. We got we got about two minutes left here. We'll wrap it up. 
But, you know, I was going to say, you know, uh, both Big Swing and I dabble in the DJ thing. He's he's a full-time DJ on the weekends. Uh, I only uh, I only come when I'm getting paid. But for you, I'd make an exception. If you ever need any high-priced, great talent that can bring the gals in and bring people from miles around, I can find a big swinger who you should be calling. And we'd uh, if you could get us a couple hot dogs, and some soda, we'll come out there. Icon, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though, okay? I, I'm in New York. One minute. Okay, New York and L.A. New York and L.A., yes, they're far apart, but they have very similar uh, nightlife, okay? Um, you're yeah. in North Dakota. Uh, I, I think I think going to L.A. to DJ uh, would, would, be a little, uh, would be a little different. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't... I just don't know if, hey, if that hey, man, would be. It's sink or swim. It is sink or swim out there West in LA, Coast man. It's doggy dog uh, industry, man. It's it's fun though. I I've had such a fun run out there. I've been a DJ in the Hollywood scene for 18 years now. You know, that's been my night job, and, and I, I love it. Oh, guys, by the way, Alexa Bliss is on, so I got to step aside for a second. All right. Well, uh, well, I'll tell you what, TMD. We thank you for joining us tonight. You're awesome, and. Uh, We'll definitely have you on again. Maybe we can get you booked on our Sunday show. Man, I, man, I really appreciate you guys. Um, you know, My reach, show. Reaching out to me. And is Granny Hulkster still there? I'm still here. Man, Granny, I was waiting for you to talk the uh, dirty or mean to me or whatever it was. You were well, you know, I try to be. I try to be very professional when I'm on this show. But yeah, okay. you piss Granny off. You piss Granny off, and yeah, I I might have to <laughs> I might have to throw something out there. But really quick, I wanted to tell you, if you want to check yep. out that organization in Oklahoma and Arkansas, look for Wrestling for a Cause on Facebook and WCWA, and they're out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. They actually have a training school in Springdale, Arkansas, where I live. Okay, yeah. So I live in I, I live in Arkansas. Yes, we would absolutely love to come out there. Absolutely, yes. All right, so so TND, uh, what I'll do then is I will take I will take Granny's place here. Uh, let, let me just ask you, what is your favorite? Um, before you get off the air here, we with gotta us, hurry, what is your 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 favorite wrestling memory? Oh God, man! Uh, oh my no God, way. who the hell cares? <laughs> there we go. See, Granny, that's what you're supposed to do. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I had know. To yeah, you. I you know. know. I know. Hey, I know. You know hey, you know what? My my, my favorite memory, a uh, memory, honestly, is at the Cow Palace yeah. in, in San Francisco, uh, oh, a nice. historic wrestling building. And my my favorite memory is taking a picture there uh, one night at a WWE house show, and I got that picture. And I remember I was so boo boo faced in the picture because when I'm standing in front of the ring, my dad's taking the picture. I'm like in middle school. I thought to myself, you know, like, I'll never be a wrestler. I'll never be able to live this life and yada, yada, yada. I look sad in the picture. And then fast forward 20 years, I wrestled at the Cow Palace. So to be able to, to, be, to be able to walk down that aisle at the Cow Palace and look out, that, that is probably my greatest wrestling memory. Uh, 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 next to going to all the venues with my dad as a kid, going to all the, the venues and waiting outside when the wrestlers came out in the rental cars, you know, uh, waiting there to mm. see them go off into the night. That's my favorite memory of all time. Seeing them, seeing all the boys ride out together as a kid, you know, that was dope. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, TMD, but, uh, but we I, do appreciate I, you being on. And yeah, uh, I do. I appreciate you, so you guys. Yeah. Thanks Man, for I really being appreciate on with you guys. Us. Super having, yes, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you, you guys. Guys, all take care. Thank you so much, you guys.
Awesome. You know, there, see, there's a reason why I give time countdowns and time cues uh, so we don't go over into the next guest. So apparently our next guest has dropped off. So He's been off. The, the next guest has been off for about 10 minutes. He was on hold for around 7 because uh, he called in early. So apparently uh, he either was given the wrong time count or just disregarded it because he called in within the first three minutes of TND's interview, was on for a good portion of it, got off about six and a half to seven minutes ago and hasn't called back in yet. So yeah, I'm not quite sure well, hopefully. what's going on with that. But but what right. I do want to say, what I do want to say though, that is, uh, that is amazing to me. I know, I know he really frustrates icon, but I mean, coming from a, coming from a, a radio background, uh, a radio standpoint, um, and, and somebody who has done skits before and has had regular callers on before who have done funny things skits and things like that here and there. Uh, toilet flush guy. Now we're not giving you a lot of recognition. We're not saying, Hey, call in every week. That was great. But I did just want to say the diligence. Hold on. I, I did just want to say the diligence of waiting on hold. I mean, again, toilet flush guy was on hold. For nearly eight minutes. Then he came on uh, using the same area code as our guest and, and did what he was able to do. So, you know, a very diligent effort for him. Oh, yeah. Why are we I even acknowledging it? Do you guys it? have time slots for your talent? Like, don't, did you guys have, like, because we had TMD on for the first part, and then, like, for, didn't you plan that the other ones just say, like, 1035? Uh, yes, yeah, usually we do, yeah. That it's just last minute. I guess he just called no, in or disregarded it, like you said earlier. There's no other explanation otherwise. But uh, who is our next guest? Can you kind of tell us more about that? Supposed to be David Smith. Who Granny oh, wow. knows very well. Yeah. So, so wait, 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 why, why are we acknowledging Toilet Flush Guy on this show here? Why even talk about um, it? I, oh, I, I think you got to give credit where credit's due. He pays to listen. Or he hasn't no, paid, you don't. But... He doesn't pay, but no, you, you, you got to give credit, or you got to give credit where that credit is, is due. He waited that on hold good. for eight and a half minutes and used the same area code as our guest, which I'm not entirely sure how he got, um, to, to get on the air. So that was kind of like, you ever seen Penn and Teller fool us? That was a fool us situation. And, uh, you know, if, if you're a professional troll, if you're somebody who, you know, does this, trolling shows and trolling whatever for a living that's how you do it because honestly if i was going to call in if i was going to call in and and flush a toilet on the show i wouldn't wait eight and a half minutes to do it i'd be like all right they're not going to pick up the phone screw it and i would have hung up after probably five so well, bravo to, to the diligence there for him or by, her by, or whoever acknowledging it it, by acknowledging it you're giving the individual a reason to do it again and yeah, you know what? It's, it's Honestly, if the in, if if the individual does it again and it is well placed and well timed and and it it's a professional effort, I I would be all for it simply because but like like if he if he's somebody that's calling in and he's annoying about it and it's every two minutes it's another call coming on and he's this that and he calls in as soon as we answer he flushes and it's this and it's boom 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 then I do it. It's enough, but. If he if he's gonna place things the way that he placed things or he or she placed things tonight, 
and really trick us into that. Honestly, from a radio standpoint, I get it. It's frustrating. It's disrespectful in some people's eyes. I get it. But honestly, from a radio standpoint, that's radio gold. Now, would ESPN put up with it? No, they they would they would block the number. But you know, on, on a podcast like this, sure, it, it, it's funny. Actually, honestly, they wouldn't even have to block the number because all of my calls in the morning are screened first, um, and, and put through by the intern. So it's different. But either way. Uh, it, it was it was it was entertaining at least tonight to me anyway. Um, and, and the fact that when he first came on, he had the hokey dope Southern type of accent. I'm like, oh geez, who is this dude? Next thing you know, he flushes the toilet. I figured when he said Jordan Garber's number one, I figured I figured it, I, I I I was like, oh, I think I know what's coming. Um, but I I didn't want to count my chickens before they hatched. But either way, um. Alexa Bliss is on Raw right now, so I'm a little bit distracted. Uh, Icon, if, if you do want to just get in touch with Mr. Smith and be like, hey, we got open airwaves for you now, um, you know, we, we can we can take your call. That'd be that'd be great because uh, I don't that'd want him great. to think that we disregarded him because of miscommunication or something. Yeah. And Big Quick, I, I, I would love to be on your ESPN program as well to discuss how the Diamondbacks are going to be winning the World Series in 2020. 2020, huh? Okay, yeah, and and also, here. you're a Diamondbacks fan, or are you? I live Arizona Diamondbacks. I'd love to be on your program. We can have a very intelligent baseball conversation. I'm a big fan. I follow from independent ball all the way to Japan, to Korea, to Mexico, to the hmm. majors. So I, I love I love baseball, and I see. I now, now again, this is just I me. Yeah, well, that, that, right. yeah, I hear you, but th- th- this is just me making an assumption. Um, but I would have assumed that you would have been a Blue Jays fan, being geographical area of the where you live. Um, no, be the but twins, I get you're closest to the Twins. Yeah, but it, but it's a different country. I mean, I figured you'd 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 be really behind the nation, you know? No, okay. It's a peace, man. It's the world country of peace, they get. It is. Canada is a very peaceful country. I will give you that. Um, well, no, yeah, no, I mean, no, I've got you. Well, I've got your number on here, and 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 if I do need the actual number, I can get it to Icon. So when we when we do talk, uh, when we do talk National League as the playoffs get closer, uh, we can we can certainly certainly do that uh, as well. Um, especially since um, you know, the Yankees are uh, yeah, Yankees are are, are probably th- th- that's what dominates the program. Unfortunately, this, this time of year until football starts. Uh, but yeah, no, by all means, man, that'd be great. Um. Now, uh, Icon, are you are you with us? Or are you trying to get in touch with Mr. Smith? Well, uh, I well, let's just say right now I I'm a little ticked off. Okay. Why is that? The whole thing. Why? Okay. Yes, if someone the the toilet flush guy, okay, this is gonna piss me off. Okay. Not under your skin you, that much. Yes, I am venting that much. When someone calls. No, I said it got, it got under your skin that much. Is what I said. Yeah, it did. And then you you freaking acknowledge it when we have a guest on and we're trying to make this a professional show, it kind of pisses me off a little bit. I mean, it it was well-timed and uh it it's something that you got to do with radio every once in a while. I mean, I think honestly if we didn't at least acknowledge it, it it, it would have seemed 
it would have seemed as though he got one up on us. And uh, the fact that we did acknowledge it, he, we did call in and we gave him his time or whatever. Hey, that's great. But, you know, I think it would have confused the caller um, if he's not a, if he, if he's not a, you know, regular consistent listener uh, would have confused him to just hear some weird accent and then a toilet flush. And then it's just cut it off and go about like nothing happened. He would have been like, wait a minute, is that part of the show? So in a way, uh, it kind of needed to be acknowledged a little bit just so that the caller would be like, oh, okay, this is some random troll. I got it. Um, and then we can go about our day. But either way, man, I mean, it, it is something that from my years of college radio to, you know, to podcasts, to terrestrial radio or satellite radio, these, those things happen. And like I said, if, if, they're, if they're timed correctly and planned correctly, uh, they can actually improve a program. Uh, just because it, it gives somebody a little something extra that they may not be expecting that, you know, if somebody listens to the show and they go, right. oh, that was kind of funny, you know, and then all of a sudden people will listen in. See, here's here's what it is. It's ROI, return on investment. People who enjoyed that may listen in to see if it's going to happen again. It may not happen again. And, and quite frankly, we will try our damnedest to prevent it from happening again. But, you know, it's not a perfect way. I like that so much. I'm going to do something for you guys on a program here. Facebook Live, we're going to go on a little tour. This is a double exclusive. Okay. This is going to – I thought that was bold. And I, I got to give respect to our listener. This is our, okay. this is our bathroom here. And – Are you going to is, – is he going to – I did. Is he gonna do what I think he's gonna do? You did. I heard that. But it was it was a lot. You gotta if you're gonna do it, you gotta put the phone a little closer because that was a little bit that was a little bit quieter than. You want me, I'll, go again. I'll go again. One sec. One, one, one sec. I'll go again here. We're, we're still on live Facebook. My cat, my kitten's meowing. Kitten. I like kittens. Yeah, brand new kitten. There we go. I heard it. So there we go. Jordan's got that out of his system. Jordan's got that out of his system. Toilet flush guy got it out of his system. Um, We are sitting here with open airwaves now, waiting on David Smith to call us up. Um, Monday Night Raw is on. Alexa Bliss is on, and uh, we are here again on Monday nights as we are every Monday night. So again, if you are a random listener um, and you enjoy uh, wrestling talk, you enjoy independent wrestling talk. Uh, and oh, oh, oh you, you just enjoy the sound of random bathroom nonsense. Give us a call seven one three nine five five zero three five nine. Talk to us and uh, and let us know because again, nothing against Mr. Smith here, um, but it seems to me like it seems to me like we're gonna have open air for a little while. So uh, one of the things that yeah, well, one of the things that is a cardinal sin in the radio business is dead air. So if we're not going to have an interview on, yeah. So if we're not going to have an interview on, we could be talking and doing something. My cat, I'm going to try to get my cat on here. I'm going to try to get him to meow. He's on the Facebook stream. So we're going to keep talking until he meows. And then that way he gets them on. He's like a month old. Why don't you like poke him or something? Oh, he did it. He meowed. I heard him. I heard him. Did you hear that? I did hear him. I should. You should poke him now. 
the youngest ever person I've worked with who's made it on live radio. Congratulations to Gizmo here. Uh, Gizmo Wait a minute. Has made it you just, on live did you radio. just refer to your cat as a person? It, his name is Giz, yes. Mm, they are they are quite different, quite different beings. He but just made his attitude um, era live you know, debut. Uh, this this show is starting to derail real quick here, and I'm not with this at all. Uh, how? Let me ask you guys this. Yes. If I'm trying to get us on network airways and they're listening to this show, how the hell am I supposed They've to explain this bullshit? Um, from somebody, and from from as respectfully as I can say it, um, from somebody who is already on network airwaves, um, I, I I can give you my advice and say that it it's totally fine. I mean, if it's if it's just egregious nonsense, then whatever, I get it. But you know, if we had a if we had an actual topic, like for example, I don't that I, it's, it's well, right. well, yeah, that but if we were if we were if we were going to talk, yeah, but if we were going to talk class of champions, let's say we were going to talk to Seth Rollins and uh, Monster Among Men. Braun Strowman match, or we were going to talk the women's tag team championship match. We're going to talk AJ Styles interrupting the contract signing in the beginning of the night. Spoiler alert, by the way. Uh, and we had a topic. We could form the topic, and we could we could go around and we could do whatever we need to do. Um, the 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 hard part is that we're so structured around interviews that when there's not a guest who calls in or you know, we have all this dead airspace to fill with no actual topic planned out in between them. So um, the fact is, I think a lot of the network airwaves would enjoy the fact that we're able to keep the show going when there's things like this where somebody doesn't call in or there's open airwaves or whatever it may be. The fact, we're able to push it forward and keep it going and still give content um, related well, or not are, is what they like. On. All right, our guest is calling in. We'll have 15 minutes when they come 405. on. 4.05. Got them right here. All right, so I'm going to put them through. Icon, you do what you do, and we will talk to them for as long as we can talk to them. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, our second combatant of the night. This will be, unfortunately, a truncated interview, but we're going to bring him on anyway. We have the man with us. We have the Smith man checking in. We have David Smith. Hey, man, how are you? Hey, yeah, this is the definition of the definition. Double D, David Smith. And you're listening to Attitude Era Live with the host of the Icon and the Big Swing and Granny Holster. And I'm here. Sorry, I just got done training really hard. I'm getting ready for a big matchup this weekend. Big match as always. Oklahoma Triple Crown champion. Definition, definition. I've always got to stay ready. So, sorry I'm late. Oh, that's all right. Uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll forgive you. Every, everything everything's fine. Everything's fine. Oh, you got to forgive uh, you. Yeah. So we got uh, we got uh, David uh, David Smith here. We got about uh, 13 minutes with you. Unfortunately, it's uh, going to be a truncated deal, but uh, we'll we'll get uh, we'll get it uh, we'll get you in as much as we can here, uh, just so we have enough time to do it, uh, so we don't miss it at the end. Uh, real quick here, if our fans want to follow you, do you got a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, GoFundMe? What do you got? Yes, I got at Twitter is at AbFabDoubleD, and on Instagram is Definition of Definition Double D. 
those are the two to follow awesome. me at. Awesome. Uh, we have David Smith here. We got about uh, 13 minutes here with you, so we'll just kind of get into the interview here. Uh, so let me ask you this, uh, David. Uh, when you are wrestling, would you consider yourself to be a babyface, a heel, an in-betweeny, or are you with the fans? I would be a tweener. You're an in-betweener? Well, I'd consider myself to be I am what I am. You know, people, I think they love me, if I'm being honest with you. I think people love me. I think they're a little bit afraid of how much they love me, so they don't want to show that. They don't want to adore me because they're jealous of me, so they boo me. That's what I think it is. So, I mean, you can call it a heel. You can call it a bad guy, whatever you want to call it. People do boo me, but it's not because of the way I am. I don't do anything wrong. I'm not a mean guy. I'm a nice guy. All I do is look good, go out there, win championships, and I do it all on my own. I don't really see what the problem is. I have Erica, beautiful Erica, at my side. People say she cheats for me. Whatever they want to say, that's fine. But they're lying, and it's because they're jealous of me. So if you want to call it heel, you want to call it this, that, I'm not, you know, whatever. I am who I am, and if people want to boo me because they're jealous of me, oh, that's on them. Well, I'm going to call your bluff here. Granny, what do you got? <laughs> well, hello, oh, Double no, Dork. No, oh, hello, no. darling. How are you? What do you no, mean, no? no? What do you mean, no, no, no? no. He's going to start telling lies. She's gonna start no, you know what? Me. I am totally truthful here. You know, I am totally truthful. Now, yes, yes. I mean, I am t- because at the last WCWA show that we were at, everybody mm-hmm. in the crowd started Granny chanting, and he did not no. like that, and neither did Colt Kilbane. And he what? said, "Don't say her name. Don't say her name." And the more he said my name, the louder the crowd got, because everybody loves no, Granny. They were just, they were just trying to Everybody get to get loves Granny. <laughs> no, it's because they love me. It's because they love now, me. Now, now, you know, you, you, now, now, I got to, I got to be honest with you. You know my son Anthony. You know him very well, and he is a huge fan of you and Mr. Uh, Colt Kilbane, and he told me that right. I needed to be respectful to you tonight. Ah, uh, see, he's yeah, see, he's smart. He's, he's, he's smart. I like him. Well, yeah, well, you know, you, you got to have a few fans out there, you know, but uh, but when it comes to Erica liking to interfere, yes, Erica interferes in his matches. Erica helps him win. He can't win no. on his own, guys. I mean, that's just that's a lie. That's just putting it bluntly, you know. I'm just being honest. That's, you know, that's, see, that right there is the, the lies, the propaganda <laughs> being spread, all that. That is pure, pure lies. That is lies. If no. you come to WFC, you come to any show I'm at and watch me perform, you see that I'm all man and I can do it all by myself. Granny knows yes, it. And, he knows and, it better and, than everybody. And he, he stands there front row and help him. He wanted me to help him in the ring one time at WCWA, and I, Granny simply oh, refused. No. I mean, you know, no, I just no, no. simply if refused I you, you to would, help him would, in the ring. You would hop right in there and you know it. You're dying to help him. But you, you, wish know, but you, know, what, you know what, guys? Real quick here. He told my husband one time that Granny did not give him grief and pick on him, that he would be very worried and very scared. <laughs> so, just saying. Just well. throwing that out there. Well, that's awesome. We have uh, David Smith as our guest here. we got about 13 minutes here with David. Uh, let's uh, go to uh, JG. Uh, Jordan Garb, what do you got? Yeah, um kind of talk about your kind of beginnings in the wrestling scene, kind of what you learned along the way and what kind of, what, what are, what were some stuff that were kind of more than, what was kind of one of the most challenging things you endured in your first years as a professional wrestler? Oh, well, when I broke in, um, I did it here in Oklahoma city. 
really one of the, the main things I had to go against was my size. Uh, a lot of bigger guys, a lot of things like that. So when you come into the business with a lot of big men, a lot of, you know, 200 plus, 300 plus pound men, and you're 150 less, you know, I weighed about 30 pounds and I do less than I do now. You got to prove yourself. And so that, that made it a little harder to get on the show and things like that, harder to get people to take notice. But I tell you, man, and this is no joke. Once I showed them those abs, it got a whole, a whole nother level of notice. So it made it a lot easier, but Really, honestly, the, the hardest thing is to find a good training school, a good person to train you in so that you, where you can get the right knowledge, and then they don't just jerk you around, take your money. That's really the hardest thing you need to find. So once you can find a good training school, there's some down in Texas, DFW, um, hybrid, uh, just off the top of my head, those are the two that pop in my head, um, uh, here in Oklahoma City, Empire, um, that's really the key thing is finding a really good training school and that's the hardest thing. But once you find that and you can find a good teacher, I don't care how big you are, how small you are, how old you are, they can, they can find a spot for you. And if you're willing to, if you have the heart then you can, you can make it. That's awesome. We have uh, David Smith here as our guest here. We got about 13 minutes here with David and uh, I do apologize for the uh, truncated time, but we're, we're kind of moving on. We're moving along here. Now, I'm going to ask you a couple real inside questions. I'm going to get to the heart of the matter. And uh, I ask this to all independent wrestlers because nobody answers it the same, so I'm going to put it to you. Two-part question, first part. Okay. Now, say that there's a WWE agent in the audience that's watching you wrestle, and they're going, God, why have we talked to this guy or signed this guy? Let's say that happens. They call you up and they offer you a million-dollar contract. Two-part question. One, is that something you want to do? Because as an independent wrestler, you go where you want, do what you want. You can go here, go there, go anywhere. WWE, they tell you what to do, tell you where to go, this, that, the other. They control all aspects of your life. Two-part question. One, is the WWE something you want to do? And two, if you do get that multi-million-dollar contract, will you not big-time us and still be our friend and still talk to me? <laughs> oh man, I gotta tell you, um, absolutely. That's always been my goal since I was little. WWE, WWF then at the time, but WWE, yes. I mean, to me, that is the end all, be all. Now, since I've been in the business and things like that, yeah, I've learned that you can definitely make money on the independent scene, things like that. You get your merch going, you get things like that, and you get traveling around. You can get a nice, nice thing going. There's quite a few guys that's doing it and making a living on it. I wouldn't mind doing that at all. Honestly, to me, uh, would I love to go to WWE? Absolutely. If they contract, saw me, said come down, NXT, here, there, anywhere, wherever, in UK, I don't care, wherever they want me to go, I would go. Absolutely. However, that being said, if I could find a way to make a living on the independent scene and not have to work and things like and just and make that living that way, just traveling the country, then absolutely. Basically, my main love is just the, the performing, the wrestling of it. Um, I don't mind being under WWE's, you know, strict schedule and, and however they want this, this, that, blah, 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 blah. I don't mind anything like that at all. At the same time, I love having the freedom and I love being able to do my own talk. And I feel like if I even got there, I feel like they would see that I could talk and see that I would be able to handle myself. And I feel like I could prove myself to get a little freedom. But um, if, yeah, if they offered it to me, I would absolutely be there in a minute. And, of course, man, I got, I'm never going to be the time – I mean – I do got the beautiful body, things like that. I got the million dollar body, the billion dollar brain, but I never big time anybody. I got time for everybody always because I love when people adore me and I love when people talk to me. I love the attention, so I could take it all day long. 
David Smith, our guest here. We've got 13 minutes here left with uh, David. And uh, I, I kind of uh, – actually, we got about uh, three minutes left here with David. I'm sorry. Uh, so, uh, real quick here, uh, if, uh, you know, all – all independent wrestlers, you know, have a uh, a great finish maneuver. I want to know what yours is, what it's called, and what's involved. Uh, basically, mine is pretty simple. Um, mine is a flying crossbody from the top. It's basically um, don't really have much a name for it, but it's um, <clears throat> crossbody. Just think of my abs, my rock hard, stone hard abs coming down, crashing down on somebody. That's basically enough to take anybody out. So that's that's my my actual finish right there is the crossbody off the top. And uh, if our uh, if our fans wanted to uh, check you out, do you know when uh, when you're going to be wrestling next, or uh, oh, yeah. where your next venue is, and who it's going to be against? Absolutely, I will be in uh, Bristow, Oklahoma, this Saturday, um, September seventh is the date, and uh, it's going to be for Body Progression Pro Wrestling. And it's going to be, I believe, myself and Erica, as we mentioned earlier, in a mixed tag team match against Sam and Chelsea Stackhouse, from what I've been told. So that's my next appearance there. Um, there's the big Impact uh, Wrestling taping, uh, I believe, Friday. Yes, yeah, the next Friday on September 13th in Lawton, uh, Lawton, Oklahoma. I'll be there as well. Um, and then... Mm. On Sun, no, I'm sorry, Saturday, September 28th, uh, for WCWA, we'll be at the uh, the biker rally. I can't remember exactly what it's called. I'd have to look it up. Box Blues and Barbecue. Box Blues and Barbecue. There she is. There she is. So Granny will be there, be there also, rally. so you guys can have a little little fun. And I'll have WFC that day, too. I'm doing a double shot that day. Twice, twice the double D. That's right. So my question is, you know, you mentioned you got this lovely manager. Uh, you got to admit to everybody, the only reason why you didn't bring her on with you tonight is because you know that the icon would steal her from you. Oh, I don't know about that, man. Now, come on. I thought he was going to be nice I promised my son I would do this because my son is a big, huge fan of this man and Erica and Colt Kilbane. That's I right. promised that I would ask. Anthony's question to him for him because he couldn't Go ahead. call in. He couldn't call in. He wanted to know who was your big inspiration to get you into wrestling. Oh, for me, uh, when I very first yeah. started watching wrestling, um, honestly, I had an older brother, and you know Hulk Hogan was the big thing at the time. But because he liked Hulk Hogan, I was not allowed to like Hulk Hogan. So uh, I had to, I chose Macho Man as my first one, and then. I was really into the Rockers. Shawn Michaels broke off, uh, broke that team up, broke my heart. But then again, like after that, I got into Shawn Michaels, got a little older. Shawn Michaels then transitioned to Triple H, and that's that's been the one ever since about 1997. He's been the one that I followed, followed, followed for the rest of the career and tried to model myself, you know, things after, things like that. So, so how do you feel about Edge by any chance? Who's that? I'm sorry? And uh, how did you feel by any chance about Edge? Oh, Edge. Oh, yeah, man. Edge is, is awesome. When he first came in, I didn't – honestly, when I first came in, I didn't think much of him. It was 1998, and, you know, he oh, – he wasn't much in 1998. Yeah, he's kind of a smaller guy, things like that. But he grew on me, and him and him on the mic, him and Edge and Christian, doing the, their promos and their, their just 
completely entertaining and then his intensity in the ring and stuff like that he just he's, he's got it i mean that's that's all there is to it so yeah he's not quite you know he wasn't like an inspiration you know he wasn't the one that i watch 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 but he was very entertaining and someone that you could anybody could watch and learn a lot from and yeah especially learn how to be be on the mic and and really rub people the wrong way and things like that and yeah and really build a moment he was really good at stuff like that uh, David Smith, our guest here. We've got about 60 seconds here. Real quick, uh, i got to get these ego questions out there because I can't stop myself. Uh, first one oh, is, you know, the icon made you a cool little collector's card sending you on Messenger. What did you think of that? Uh, I actually did not see that. You said you sent me something on Messenger. I did a, a collector's card? Yeah, I, I sent it to you. I didn't see that. I'd have to look you at have that. You have to go back in the... You have to go back and look at uh, your file because it's it's and there. Again, it's the one I it's the one I made when you were holding two titles in the corner. Let's Sorry see about here. that. I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, oh, I David, see. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I do on. like that. I like that very much, actually. And uh, if uh, I were to send you an address, do you think you could send us some autographs for some giveaways for our big December show we got coming up? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so do awesome. whatever you need. Awesome. Well, I'll go ahead and send that to you. I appreciate it. And like I say, I apologize for the uh, truncated interview, but uh, uh, hey, we would like to there. get you back on again. And uh, if you're available on a Sunday night, maybe we can get you on uh, Cut the Promo Podcast. We can uh, have you on for a longer period. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yes. Bring it on. I I continue to make headlines each and every week because I interviewed ECW original Sabu, and I know for a fact that I can do that with Double D, David Smith. All right, thank you. Heck yeah, I'll hey, be there. Icon, Let me know the time of day. Hi, Con. Granny's gonna throw this idea out to you. Uh, you need Uh-oh. to get, you need to get uh, Mr. David Smith and his partner Colt Kilbane on a joint interview some night on our show. Ah, okay. Oh, oh. You might as well. You know what? You might as well throw Erica into the bunch because you know. Oh man. You call you know, loose, well, man. Get the, whole tier, what, David, get the whole tier yeah, one, Yeah, get, get the whole tier, tier right. one. Tier, uh, tier. That's right, and, man. And, Can't forget and my son, my son has already been been harping to his mother about he wants a tier one shirt. He wants yeah, to support there it tier is. one. So, you there know, it is. All right. All just right. throwing it out there. <laughs> He's smart. Smart boy. Smart guy. Well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, David. What I'll do is I'll uh, – I'll get in touch with you on Messenger, and then we'll set up a time for you to be on the uh, the Sunday show, and we'll have you get those other guys on with us as well. All right. That sounds great to me. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, David, I hate to cut this short, but, man, you're awesome, and uh, we will have you on again, and uh, you've been great for the short time that you were able to be here. We appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thank you, man. Thanks, Dave. All right. David Smith, that was great. Um, yeah, again, I do wish we had him a little longer, but, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get him on again, and, you know, we will put him on the hey, umbrella Granny? program if we have to. But oh, um, yeah. we do Granny? have a 701 number on. Yep, that's our guest, yep. Okay. But you, you were mentioning something to Granny real quick, or what was that? Granny, you're right, he is a dork. Anyway. <laughs> oh, oh, double D. Well, what do you call him? What door? No, no. Double dork is what you called him? I call him double dork. Nice. Well, and hey, he you know, we, and he hates it. Let's get our well, you know, we, we, we can't all be the icon, so that, that's what it is. Yeah. But anyway, um, icon, we do have our, our third guest on, so to to prevent him from having further chest palpitations, uh, we will 
put them on at the scheduled time. So, Icon, uh, I'm going to put them through. You do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, we have our third combatant night, and now she is the hottest model in the history of hot models. She's so hot, they had to name her twice. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, as she walks through the curtain, her name is Nikki. Nikki. Hey, how are you? Hey, this is Nikki. Nikki, you're listening to Attitude Era Live with a host, the icon, the big swing, and granny holster. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, here's what we'll do. We'll kind of do a little round table here. We got Nikki, Nikki. We got 40 minutes here until uh, the top of the hour. Uh, if uh, you can uh, handle us that long, if we don't scare you off, uh, we're going to have you on the full time for the 40 minutes. Uh, so, just to kind of give us a little background about yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll ask you the, the cool question. Okay, well, I'm an interesting one. <laughs> I went to school for about three and a half years uh, for environmental science, where I was going. I was actually interested in being, becoming a geneticist. Uh, so I trapped back for three years with the USDA, and I'm a, uh, one of the first uh, scientists in America to develop an infrared thermography research to predetermine white-nose syndrome, syndrome in bats, and I've done, a, I've done a lot of different things. I used to trap them and uh, run DNA extraction, and then I uh, realized that I really hated sitting in a lab for two weeks by myself because I'm I I love people. I love interacting with people. I'm an entertainer. Like it's it it's what makes me happy. It's what keeps me going. So I decided to switch courses and um, follow my dream. I guess. So it's been kind of scary, but I mean, college has helped me with this whole entire experience. I don't know how wild that sounds. How science has helped me in all of this, but it really has. Um, and I've been doing it for about a year and a half now, and I've gotten, I'm pretty out there. I'm also very bold, <laughs> so I think that's another reason I've gone so far. Uh, another little bit about me is I'm uh, really into philosophy and uh, current events and kind of into this paradigm shift that I believe everyone's going through. Um I don't know if you guys know anything about synchronicity, but I don't believe that we ever listen to something that we're not meant to listen to or meet somebody we're not supposed to meet or even look at a mile marker you're not supposed to see. You know, I believe we all have meaning in all courses that we take, even meaning for me being on this show right now. That's awesome. No, yeah. I got them back on my popcorn. What did I miss? Uh, Do you miss well, Nikki, stuff? I, well, uh, well, we'll we'll kind of circle back. So, Nikki, now you're currently uh, you're you're currently doing the modeling thing, correct? Oh yeah, yep. That's my promotion promotional mod. I'm doing promotional modeling. I've done some music videos. Um, <clears throat> I've modeled for some companies. Uh, I'm in br- a brand ambassador for a few companies. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing right now. I'm ki- I need to be my own boss. I have a problem with authority. 
but I do know this, so that's a good. <laughs> the first step is awareness. So, being a professional model, could you kind of uh, tell us a little bit about what goes into that? Uh, sure. I think the first thing um, is you have to have passion for it um, because, you know, I think people think that modeling is easy and that you, you know, people just going off of your list and, and it's not. You have to, you know, stay fit. I'm not, not just for modeling, but for yourself. Um, I think for the modeling that I do for promotional modeling and stuff, you need to be intelligent and, and well-read on whatever subject you're going in on. Uh, it takes a lot it takes a lot of work, and I've actually, I've actually done everything myself, and I've gotten myself where I am right now. So that's not really a story that you're going to hear often. Um, but I think, I think because I have this, the passion for it, it become, it's, it's a little bit easier for me. Uh, but it still took a long time. I mean, you have to know how your hand is placed and how your shoulder is placed and how your head is and all these things. And at the same time, you're supposed to look good while you have like 20 things on your mind. So yeah, it's just like any other job, but like a rocket scientist wouldn't think that his job is hard. Do you know what I mean? That's awesome. We have uh, Nikki, Nikki here. Uh, we got about 36 minutes here left with Nikki. I'm going to ask one other question and we'll kind of go around the room here. Uh, now, as a promotional model, and I, uh, after we go around the room, we're going to come back to me. I'm going to ask you uh, a question about uh, some of the things I've seen on your Facebook page. And I'm not just saying this, but if you were a boxer, you'd definitely be a knockout. You know what I mean? So with that being said, uh, now, if someone wanted to hire you to be a promotional model, like, for instance, if the icon were to call you up and say, uh, I got a couple of new shirts I want you to model, what do do they contact you directly? Do they have to go through a modeling agency? Do they have to go through an agent? Uh, well, and so I have. How does I that have, work? Um, yeah. So anybody right now that's listening, you can follow my modeling page on Facebook, which is um, it would just be www.facebook.com slash Sassmaster Nikki S A S S M A S T E R N I K K I, and you'll see my modeling page there. And I actually haven't even had that up for too long, you know, too long. But I get a lot of traffic, so I think that's one of um, the main reasons why people come to me is because when I post a story on, and I do it on all my medias because that's the secret. Like, you know, to get your brand out there. And to have me be a promotional model for that, it's not just, you know, what somebody looks like in your stuff or any of that. The main thing is, is the audience and what kind of audience. And I have a, a wide one, you know. But every time I post something onto a story, I get over 1,300 viewers. And that's just wild. That's a lot of people. And, I, and that's just on one platform, you know. And then I have my... Um, Instagram, and my Instagram now is Nickopolis, N-I-K-K-O-P-O-L-I-S, <laughs> and on there I ha- it's a business page, so you can um, DM me, or not DM me, you will get my email will be right below the DM button. So you can uh, email me directly, 
or send me a DM, but I will tell you to email me because that's how I respond to people. So, yeah, I've, I've actually made so many connections that I've been able to get away with not having someone else take my money to do stuff. <laughs> um, that's awesome. So, yeah, one of those independent butterflies. And hopefully, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, your story on Facebook. Hopefully uh, you'll uh, post those uh, little collector's cards I made of you and tell everybody you're on the show to get us more listeners. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just, I have never done this before. I even, I tweeted too. <clears throat> if anybody wants to follow my Twitter, it's Sassmaster Nikki as well, just like my Facebook modeling page. But I posted on my Twitter, I'm supposed to be on a radio show. And I'm so nervous. I haven't told any of my friends. <laughs> so, yeah. I did post about it like 10 minutes before I came on, though. Well, that's awesome. You know. We have uh, Nikki, Nikki here. Uh, we'll kind of go around the room, then we'll kind of circle back here. Uh, Granny, what do you got for our guest, Nikki, Nikki? The, the Hi, Granny. Model I've well, hello, met. hello. What made you want to get into modeling? I mean, was there any inspiration, anybody that inspired you to become a model? I mean. Uh, well, my muse is Audrey Hepburn. I love her so much. I actually get told that I um, look like her a lot. So that's very fun. Um, but my one of my biggest reasons for going into modeling is kind of my activism side. <laughs> I know that might sound wild, but like I, I'm really out there and I'm out there for women and I have, you know, a message that I want people to hear. So I am using my looks to teach people things by <clears throat> modeling. So that's honestly, well, that's amazing. Why, that's honestly why, why I wanted to do it. That's amazing. Thank you. Oh, uh, that's, that's awesome. We have uh, Nikki, Nikki here. We got uh, 32 minutes here with Nikki. Uh, we're rolling right along here. Uh, JG, Jordan Garb, what do you got for our guest here? Uh, yeah, Nikki, Nikki, uh, thanks for being on the program here today. Um, basically, right now in the modeling industry, it's a, a very, it's like the wrestling industry. It takes a lot of uh, paying dues and things along those lines. <clears throat> What's one of the, your biggest pet peeves towards the modeling industry right now that uh, models have to improve, improve upon in the future? Well, the thing is, is that the modeling game is changing completely, especially because of social media. So I think we actually have a moment in time here where we're able to um, take back control of what people are viewing and what people are, are finding beautiful or what people are finding, you know, inspiring. Because it's not really about the runway anymore, and it's really not about having young models out there anymore because our economy, basically. I mean, you're trying to reach a, an older demographic now. You're trying to reach a different kind of audience. And what was out isn't currently, you know, what was in then is not now, it's out. So I think it's anybody's game, and I don't, I can't really answer that question for you. <laughs> because it's, it's just, it's all different now. I mean, I have a different view on it. I think it's, it's really about how you view things. You know, there may be some struggles that other girls are going through that, you know, I'm not because I'm strong. <laughs> I'm an Italian girl, so if I come in and so and I feel like somebody is being disrespectful towards me or pushing my boundaries or something, I say it. 
you know, and I and I say it firmly and with confidence. So I really haven't had to run into anything too wild yet. Fair enough. That's awesome. That sort of brought me into my question a little bit was, did you, being a model, do you run into issues, um, you know, based on, you know, uh, male over-sexuality sometimes in certain things. And, and I think you did a good job of, of, of uh, answering that last part right there, that you haven't run into anything too extreme yet. But in that business, I can imagine they that try. would be something that you're reflecting all the time, that you're deflecting all the time, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> but, you know, it's not even just people I work with. It's, it's Well, social media has got to be the biggest one. I mean, social media hey, is – an avenue of debauchery for a lot of different people. And I, I, you know, every time you post a photo, like, like let's say you posted a photo that you thought had a lot of meaning to it and it was an empowerment type of photo. And then people turn it around and, and, and sexualize it. Uh, that's gotta be frustrating as well. Well, you know, humans are very sexual creatures, so I'm actually getting at them for that. So what I do is I post a picture and then after I post a picture, I post something that's going on that I think people should look into or that I think that should be on their mind. So it's kind of like a little a little trick I've got going on. Well, give us like, some hey, examples. What, what's the one big and thing that you – well, what's the one big thing you want to push right now? So, like, let's say we were to put you on a spot and let's say you just uploaded a photo here with us and people are looking at it. Okay, now you you got the platform, you got the airwaves. What's the one big message you want to get out right now to – the, you know, the, the thousand plus people that are listening. I would talk about fighting fascism because I believe that's okay. what's going on right now with the Amazon fire, with the Epstein case being dismissed, with all of these big current things that we should be putting our energy towards that we're not because of Area 51 and the chicken sandwich going on. I think we re- hmm. we're here to learn. We're here to learn about ourselves, and we're here, we're here to raise our consciousness. We're not here to live this weird illusion of a life that everyone is living. And, you know, um, for those of you who don't get the – for those of you who don't get the chicken sandwich reference, um, there was a big social media debate about what was better, the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich or the Popeye's chicken sandwich, and that is exactly true what – she is talking about people are very concerned about which fast food chain has the better chicken sandwich and not the fact that the Amazon rainforest is losing three football fields worth of, of, of foliage every minute. So yeah, that's, um, that, that's definitely, definitely a good point there. I'd stand behind you on that one. Yeah. I just, I just really try to refocus people, you know, bring beauty and bring, you know, information. I'm just trying to pass on information. That is really cool. We have Nikki Nikki here. We have 26 minutes here. Now uh, we're going to kind of circle back to me. Now, uh, you know, we kind of mentioned, you know, what the code word is. If uh, you get asked something that you don't want to answer, we'll we'll move on. But uh, there are a couple of photos, uh, modeling photos on your Facebook that I'd like to ask you about. If you'd be willing to go over a few of those. Yeah, absolutely. Bring it on. (laughs) But, but but before before I do that, I want to ask one thing. Now, as a model, now 
we all have our own comfort zone, stuff we'll do and stuff we won't do. Uh, as a model, you you obviously have a comfort zone. What would you say it is, and is there anything kind of modeling that you won't do? Well, see, I do, I do a lot of nude shoots, uh, mostly because I really like to be nude. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm such a... I'm such a different type of lady. I'm I'm very comfortable, and I guess there's not at this moment. Obviously, I'm I've been offered to do like porn and all that kind of stuff, and I've been offered a lot of money, you know, but I've turned that down. So that's not, you know, the, I'm I'm kind of teetering right now in this in this very dangerous realm. <laughs> of choice and and where I'm at. So like like I said I'll repeat I I do a lot of my, I do a lot of nude shoots but then again I do a lot of of um clothing shoots and stuff too. So I guess right now what I won't do is porn. That's where I'm at right now. Well, you know, I, I could say but if they tell you that uh, the icon is gonna be the leading male you'd probably do it, right? If no. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I, I just had to throw that out there. Uh, okay, so what I want to do is I want to kind of ask you uh, a question about a few uh, of your photos here. Uh, and for those of you, if you want to check out what I'm talking about, uh, she's Nikki Nikki on Facebook. But actually, before I ask that, we got 24 minutes here with Nikki. Uh, I'm kind of curious uh, your your model name. Um, it. Obviously, Nikki Nikki is not your real name. Uh, how did you come up with your modeling name, your professional name? Uh, people say Nikki, Nikki, Nikki a lot. <laughs> so it just kind of started sticking a long time ago. I was young. I don't know. I was probably uh, 19, 18, 19 is when that name started. Yeah, I'd say 18 for sure. But yeah, people well, that's just awesome. say my name a lot because I'm kind of a wild one. So you know, well, the phone well, would rather awesome have a bad and, uh, experience than no experience. And it, that's kind of awesome. And I I did find out I cannot say your name with my tongue hanging out. I can't say Nikki Nikki with my tongue hanging out, so I'll keep it in. But anyway, <laughs> that's a joke. By the way. Uh, now try it though. Yo, try it right now. Try saying it. Tongue out. Nikki 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 Nikki. I, I can't. There we go. It is difficult. It is. Now, uh, I'm kind of curious. I'm going to ask you about a couple of these photos, and then uh, I'll, I'll ask you a few other things, and we can circle back around if uh, anybody else comes up with anything uh, else they want to ask. Uh, first off, there's a picture here, and there's also a video. You're wearing some kind of, like, coat, like a mink coat or something. What What was that a shoot for? Oh, Oh, okay. Um, that you're by the river. So in the beginning, so if anyone, if any women are, you know, aspiring models are listening to me, in the beginning, you really need to build a profile. And I was fortunate enough to, you know, not have to spend any money on my profile and be able to work with some awesome photographers. But that also has to do with being out, putting yourself out there, you know, getting out there and being willing to meet you know, new photographers and things. 
But um, that was for building my profile. And now those pictures are actually being turned into posters right now. At this very moment, I have an art fan up at the moment. But the website is completely finished. I just started it maybe two and a half weeks ago. Um, but, yeah, now those pictures from that specific shoot I'm selling. And I already have, you know, a, a lot of people lined up to buy the posters. So I'm really excited about it. But yeah, it was so, to build my profile, but now I'm selling them. So, so let me ask you this: uh, Would you be willing to send us a couple, uh, at least one autograph poster of that picture? Yeah, absolutely. You just send me the one that you want through Messenger, and I'll make sure that I get that one sent out to you guys. Awesome. And then there's there's a there's another uh, picture here. I, I'm kind of curious about uh, this dress here. Uh, it's it's kind of like flowers. It's like it's like half the flowers, and then it's like clear, and then it's like flowers again. What is going yeah. on with this dress? It's like my dark goddess dress. <laughs> it's a two-piece dress. It was handmade. It's from a little boutique in Bismarck, North Dakota, called Lot Twenty Twenty Nine. Um, so there there aren't very many of them, but. Yeah, that that picture specifically, I'm on a bridge, and it's supposed to signify uh, the path of enlightenment or, you know, that that walk. And that's kind of why I had that that dark goddess vibe is what I was going for. It was actually really cold out, but you can't tell. (laughs) That that is is just super cool. Now, the, the cool thing is about being a model, you know, you mentioned, you know, you know, you'll pretty. You know, you don't mind being nude, which is really cool. You know, we uh, we've had we've had a couple models on our show, like Wonder Hussy has been on here, and uh, you know, you're 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 definitely within the, the the top two. As a matter of fact, both you and Wonder Hussy are top one. So there's like a tie. I can't I can't really say <laughs> uh, one or the other. So I'll, I'll just have to say both. But. Now, I don't know if you're willing to answer this question, but I, I'm going to kind of throw it out there. Uh, there's one picture here I'm looking at. Uh, you're in a uh, uh, – you're by a lake or something, and you're holding a book, and you're wearing like this, this white top, and, uh, and you know, you have, you have some interesting tattoos. Can you tell us about your tattoos, and did you design those sure. and what they are? Yeah, so I have an Aristotle quote, kind of an Aristotle quote. It says, no great mind has ever existed without a little madness. And the quote is, no great mind has ever existed without a touch of madness, but I'm putting a little fingers, like the Michelangelo painting, I'm going to put that behind there. And then below that, I have a half bat, half butterfly, and that's supposed to signify being balanced you know, not being afraid of my dark side and also having my light side. And then above that, I have a book with an eye, which is a book of shadows, which is, I journal. Like, I last year, I filled over 10 journals from front to back, you know, just full of information. And one day, I hope to compile that all into a book because I really want people to read the things that I've learned. Um, but yeah, so that whole side kind of just signifies maybe my like spiritual and metaphysical side. And then I have the moon phases on my other um, side below my left breast. 
And then above that on my shoulder, it says, uh, the night hides the world, but reveals a universe. And then I have two bow ties underneath my butt. And those are actually the first tattoos I got. And I got those because I used to be picked on my whole entire life growing up. Like, I'm, I am that swan, that ugly duckling that turns into a swan really late. <laughs> uh, I was picked on for being tall and skinny and my long legs. Like, people would call me spider legs and stuff. And then I, you know, <clears throat> grew into a woman, and that all changed. And I was like, oh, wait, these things are powerful. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. That's all the uh, tattoos I have at this moment, but... Uh, Nikki, Nikki's our guest here. We got about 17 minutes left. You know, uh, you know, you kind of mentioned on that. I don't know if, if it's something that you want you'd, you'd want to touch on, but you know, you kind of mentioned you know you were, you know, you know you were teased in school and you know you were kind of bullied and whatnot. So let me ask you this: now, when you go back to your high school reunions and say, "Hey, look at me now," you could have had me, and now you don't. Well, you know, I I actually became a bully as well at some point. I I have. It took a couple of years, and I had gone back and apologized to some people, but I didn't necessarily have the most beautiful childhood growing up. It was pretty pretty rough. You know, my family's from New York, and my mom grew up in Brooklyn, and I just was raised mm. a little bit different. And um, yeah, so I I regret the way I behaved. You know, uh, in high school. Um, and, and it wasn't, it wasn't, it had nothing to do with those people. It had everything to do with me and what was going on at home. And I was going to school and that was projecting. And, and I see that, I think that all this bullying stuff that's going on, like we're not, we're not getting to the root of where it's all coming from because that's where it is coming from is home, you know? Well, you know, Nikki, Nikki, uh, I got to let you know that uh, Big Swing, you know, he's from New York. So, you know, you mentioned being from New York. Apparently, the the bully thing is, is the norm. So, uh, big swing. Is that why you are like you are? <laughs> well, I definitely think you need to be a little tougher coming from New York. Um, it's it's not it's not ranked as one of the most friendly states. Um, it is the least friendliest this year. Oh, well, then there we go. The least friendly the state. <laughs> I mean, I've seen people get in fistfights over parking spots before. Um, it is, it is definitely something where you you have to have a thicker skin, and it's you, you've My ever heard the term. There, there we go. Well, you've ever heard the term New York Minute? Everything is quick. Everything is boom, boom, boom. Yep. Like like you gotta you, you gotta do it right now Anything in the moment. Like no no time for BS. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's definitely, and Brooklyn is, is Brooklyn is notorious for, for all that, so uh, I, I can understand it. I mean, she, she seems uh, like she's been removed from New York for quite some time. She's a little bit too sweet to be a real New Yorker, but, um, but yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> hey, Big Swing, that, 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 that not only happens in New York, but it happens in Arkansas, too, because Granny got cussed out one time. I went to a concert, <laughs> and I was waiting on a parking space. Mm-hmm. And I pulled in, and then this lady tried to pull in before me, 
and she didn't call Granny, and she called Grant, and didn't call me a not a very nice name. I'll, I I don't want to say it publicly on the air. That's fine. But it's like it it was like a witch with a B is what I got called. Ah, yes. And yes. I was waiting for this parking lot parking spot longer than she was. We were going to a concert. It was during the big. Walmart shareholders concert thing one year because I worked for Walmart for several years and I used to go to the shareholder concerts and Granny got called a very bad name for taking this parking spot. So, well, I I saw. Uh, in fact, it happened to my mom. She was on the phone in line with somebody and we were at a deli and uh, and they were like, you know, okay, hey, you know, what do you want and. And she was like, okay, hang on a second. Like, I'm going to order my food. And the guy's like, you're going to talk on the phone? You're going to order. And she's like, oh, okay, okay, I'm going to order my food. I'll call you right back. And the guy's like, all right, let's go next. And he just went next. You had to go to the back of the line. Everything well, is you know, that, that, quick, quick, that quick in New York. That, I think that's courtesy everywhere. I I live in Minnesota now. I can agree um, with that, though. And Minnesota was actually ranked the nicest state in America. <laughs> Minnesota was, huh? Okay. Place, yeah. And I live in Minneapolis, which is actually, it's like ranked 18 in the most dangerous cities. And it is dangerous, but I will tell you, it is like people will, will help you and people are kind to you. And I, I really think it's about being happy because you kind of just have to feel bad for that girl that calls granny, a, you know. Well, you know, like, and, and for the most part, just for the most part, Nikki, Nikki, people in Arkansas are usually pretty nice. This was just one of those rare occasions that... Maybe she was just having a bad day or something, you yeah, know. Well, most, I mean, I've been in Arkansas since 1988, and for the most part, people in Arkansas are very nice, so, you know. I mean, I, I think it's not necessarily the idea of being mean or being a bully from New York. I think it's also the fact of the the skin thickness, too, because we're so well, used to there. it. Yeah, well, you know, also, we're so what, used I to it that taught. if someone says something, I, well, true, but, like, if someone says something, I can brush it off. Or I can have a a a a slick comeback, or I can I can even you know you, you learn to joke around about things. If someone's making a joke about yeah. you, you learn to diffuse the situation by joking about yourself. Also, you know. So I mean, right. there are ways that there are ways that you just become so accustomed to the negativity that it really doesn't even bother you anymore. If I were to go to a place like Minneapolis, or when I went out to Fargo, honestly, when I went to visit Icon for Maui Madness. And, and we did that. We did the whole thing out there. I was actually shocked, uh, and, and I told all my friends uh, when I got back how shocked I was, how friendly, and how um, um, you know, uh, I, I guess, I guess, accepting things people were were in the Fargo area, um, just because you know, in, in New York, you, you don't get that. People won't people won't even look at you, look in your general direction. But in Fargo, everybody was bending over backwards to try to help you. And I'm like, this is this is totally different. So it's kind of a culture shock in some spots when you're so used to the negativity and, and you some positivity every once in a while. So, you know, there's a lot of people in the East Coast and to- oh, I, so yeah, first, first the lot. Midwest and in the East Coast, you're taught. I mean, I've been taught this, that to mind your own business, to stay out of, you know, getting yourself hurt or involved mm. in something you don't want to be hurt in. Is you don't pay you don't you don't snoop your nose in other people's business. You don't stare at people when you walk because if people are staring at you, there are so many people there from all over the world, you know, and that's a tough place. Like you can't I mean people even if you're rich you're living in some run down apartment, you know, like it's 
it's a tough place, so you have to be vigilant. I think is yeah, well, in, in New York and City. And when you get here, you can kind of relax a little. Sure. Well, in New York City, put it this way: you can be in a you can be in an apartment small enough where you can reach the refrigerator from your bed, and it's like twenty five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. So it's in the city, poverty and it's crazy. You know, a lot of yeah, it's a. And you can understand why people would be so cranky all the time. I'd probably be cranky, mm-hmm. too. Uh, Nikki, Nikki is our guest here. We've got about uh, 10 minutes left here with Nikki. Uh, there, there's a few other questions I want to ask you. And like I say, I'll understand if you don't want to ask them. But you, you've been awesome so far. And, you know, you mentioned you live in Minneapolis. Hashtag four hours from the icons. If you want to come and uh, if you're ever up in Fargo, come say hi. I'll take you out to dinner. Uh, I'll fill up your car with gas. I'll... I'll <laughs> carry your luggage. I'll shine your shoes. Whatever you need. Uh, but uh, there's there's a couple other uh, photos here. Uh, I don't know. There's a there's a photo with you with uh, there's a lot of photos with you uh, with a little guy. He must be your manager, huh? Who? Shabzy? Or is his name Shabs on there? Well, no. There's a, he's like a little guy. He's like wearing a hockey mount. He's dressed like Darth Vader. Uh, oh yeah. See, I actually had that is my son, but it's very important to me that I don't um, bring him into the public eye. I don't like it. Me and his dad kind of have a um, thing going on. We don't agree with it. You know, I'm just because I'm all over social media does not mean that I am for social media. <laughs> so it's kind of a contradictory thing that I'm saying there but I'm just using it for a certain reason you know and I'm using it basically for like I said you know to make money but also to you know put my voice out there and to show people things but I I don't I don't really I don't think that we should anybody should really be posting their children on social media I actually got a really scary message the other day um, from a number I didn't know and somebody I didn't know and I couldn't trace the number. And he said, I really like all your um, pictures on all your medias. And like, it, got, it got like threatening. And all I could think at that mm. moment was I'm so glad that I had so, so, so minimal of things posted about my little guy because at that moment that's all that was running through my head. That's awesome. And like I said, I, I didn't mean to bring that up, but I just wanted uh I just wanted everybody to let you know that you got you got a heck of a uh, cute little young guy there and uh, yeah, uh thank he's you. gonna grow up he's gonna grow up to be a professional hockey player, so now you know what your retirement plan is. Get him into <laughs> hockey in Minnesota. Well, he's awesome and he's really good at hockey. He was on the A team this last year. He was one of the youngest ones on the A team. I was proud of him. So yeah. So we got the we got Nikki. Nikki here's our guest here. Uh, we're gonna uh, we, we'll uh, take her up to the top of the aisle or until we get kicked off. But uh, you know, and I, I hate to ask about this, but when they called you and asked you, you know, would you be willing to do an adult film? What 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 did they say? They say they they saw you uh, on social media. They saw you in public. They saw you on a poster. Uh, what, what would that conversation be like? Yeah, well, it was, I got contacted by an agency in California, and they were actually the main um, agency for, like, Penthouse and all that kind of stuff. 
and uh, they came by. They came past my photos, my Alta Vita photos, which are actually the ones uh, with the white coat that I have. And, I love those. Yeah, told me what the rundown was, like what they offered. They offered to fly you out. Um, you go and you stay in L.A. for like three weeks in this mansion with the other girls. It's only girls. You can't have visitors or anything, but you get breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you have like a spa and all that kind of stuff there. And you go and you get tested, and then you take uh, photos. And that's the first time you go down there. And I was offered 7500 just to do that. And then when you came back, you get so much for you know, whatever scenes you do. Um, so, yeah, they were throwing around a lot of money that I was like, oh, my goodness, this would be, this would be nice. But to, one of my, one of the biggest reasons why I don't want to go down that route is because I am intelligent and I want to um, use that instead of getting there faster by taking the easier route. So, Yeah. That's awesome. My little you know, uh, we have uh, Nikki, Nikki. We got five minutes left here. Uh, there's also a, a cool photo, and this is awesome, where uh, it's 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 got 2019 above your head, and you got Audrey Hepburn in the back. You look just like her. Were, were, were you, is that what you were going for on that? I well, like I said, she's my muse, so I've had her. I've had that poster for a long time, but yeah, I get, I don't know if I formed into her or what, but yeah, I get that a lot. People will send me pictures of, of that poster and say, it's you. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, uh, the icon could ask you the breakfast activities and you know what I'd be talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Uh, so uh, we got uh, Nikki, Nikki here. Uh, four minutes left here. So, uh, what uh, what do you got coming up in the future? Uh, do you uh, have any uh, big modeling gigs coming up that uh, you'd want to share with us? To let you know about, or are they kind of top secret at the moment? Well, like I said, I have that art stand going up where I'm just about to start putting these posters out. But I'm actually going to turn um, some of those photos into shirts as well. So I have, and then I also have something uh, creeping up here with a record company in Minneapolis where they're going to use a photo shoot of mine to release an album. So that's exciting. So if anybody wants to follow me, my Instagram is Nickopolis, like Minneapolis, but Nickopolis, N-I-K-K-O-P-O-L-I-S. And my uh, Twitter is SassmasterNikki. My Facebook is Staff Master Nikki, and I think I've covered it all. Snapchat. Awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. I, I was just going to say, if our, our fans want to check you out, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe, but you you, you got to cover that. That's awesome. Yes, yes. Thank you guys so much for having me on tonight. This was fun and not as scary as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Now, well, now, now, before you go though, before you go though, so does this mean that uh, you will still still take calls for me? Uh, you you we're still friends. Well, yeah, we're friends. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. There you go. It's on tape, you guys. <laughs> and I also want to thank you, Nikki, for being one of the few female guests that we've had on the show that does not have a restraining order on me yet. Yet. Uh-oh. Keyword yet. 
Well, thanks for being on, Nikki. <laughs> well, Nick, Nikki, that was a joke, but I do appreciate it. You've been awesome. <laughs> And I will, uh, I'll send you the address, uh, whatever you can send us for giveaways. We sure would appreciate it. And you have been most awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks guys. Bye. All Absolutely. right. Thank you. Bye. So stay tuned everybody for coverage of Notre Dame, Louisville, all of your college football news coming up top of the hour right now. We've got a three guest show uh, big show, big show coming next week as well. Uh, same place, same time, 10 p.m. Eastern on Monday nights, uh, where the number one wrestling show on the internet kicks and off. And I'm going to throw this out real quick. We're also yep. going to have the ultimate heel wrestler, uh, heel referee on this show in the next couple weeks. So stay tuned. I love heel, I love heel referees. I love heels in general. I know Granny doesn't, but I love heels in general. Anyway, we will talk to you next week.